Welcome back to The Watch List. I'm Nicole Petalides. I want to dive into the indices here. We were just looking and seeing that the S&P 500 is down about 23% this year. Even with some good moves like today, it's still a tough, tough 2022. Todd Walsh is with us, Chief Executive Officer, Alpha Cubed Investments. It's good to see you. We were just saying how it's been a tough year and people really feeling the pain in their 401ks, their IRAs, they're nervous, right? Yeah, we're on the front lines out there, and uh, thanks for having me in. I was expecting a tough crowd today with my contrarian, positive, longer-term view on the bull market. Uh, so you presented me with a 97-point update, one of the <laughs> maybe top 20 days in points of, yeah, of all yeah. time today, so maybe a little bit easier. But I do kind of want to get into the underpinnings of a longer-term bull market that we think is still in place. Yeah, and I know you sent your notes before today's big move, and um, and that's been your theme, though. You still think that so the pullback that we've seen is not bear market, it's just part of a longer-term bull market? Yeah, it's important to acknowledge how much pain there is out there right now. These moves down are never fun for anybody. We're on the front lines. We deal with individual investors who don't like to see their accounts down. But I have a little bit more positive longer-term message because there's different types of bear markets, right? Uh, last time I was here, we talked about the double-edged sword of inflation and how those monthly prints could cause a lot of volatility. Right. And boy, oh boy, did we see that, right? Yeah. Uh, the market's trying to look through this current inflation print and suggest that the uh, shelter component is lagging and maybe we should be going up because of it. Things like inflation, the Fed raising rates, uh, whether we're going into a recession, how deep it's going to be. If you're waiting for those to turn, you're going to miss it. Everybody knows that. We need to look at the technicals to really get down to business and figure out when the market is actually in line with the current narrative. Yeah, and that's something I've actually been asking a lot of the guests, is a lot of the news out. You know, we sort of saw that inflation was real. We've gotten in some earnings already, so we're getting a glimpse of that. We know what the Fed has now in its path, what it plans on doing. Can the, Fed, can the market move back higher? So we need to see change in the narrative, little delta changes, and that's what the Fed's trying to do, look through it. If we go back and look at that 1990 recession, last time I was here I put up an earnings chart kind of comparing the global financial crisis where earnings were decimated, down about 70%, the market down mm -hmm. uh, well over 50%. And like I said before, it was a throw the baby out with the bathwater type of recession. We don't think that's what we're facing this time. Earnings expectations are still positive for this year. Yes, they're going to come down. Still positive for next year and the year after. I think it's helpful to take a look at the 1990 recession. Earnings dropped about 30%. But if we look at the technicals around that market, what we see are periods where the RSI, the relative strength index, the 21 period uh, exponential moving average, some of the major technical indicators that we look at all drop down. But underlying the entire market move down in both the 1987 market crash and then again in the 1990 mm -hmm. recession, what we saw is the line of support of the long-term bull market, which if they can put up that next chart, will show stayed intact the entire time. The market then went on to recover both technically and then move up for another decade. Now, I'm not suggesting we're going to you know, get through this in three, four, right. five, six months and then blow out new highs. Right. I think we've got some headwinds ahead of us, but we need to look at the technicals to get beyond what we're hearing from a narrative standpoint short term. So as you look at um, earnings per share from continuing operations, your point is that 
things are okay and they're better than they may even seem? Is that the idea behind it? I think essentially this isn't going to be as anywhere near as bad as the global financial crisis where right. uh, there was so much leverage in, in the system. It was basically broken, as you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I think we're in for a cyclical right. growth slowdown and I think the long-term bull market can continue. If we look at the next chart, kind of comparing the 2000 and 2008, dot-com bust and the uh, global financial crisis, you're going to see all of the technical indicators that we look at, 21 period exponential moving average mm -hmm. on the monthly, mm -hmm. the relative strength index, um, all of them failed at about the same time and lasted for a number of years. Right now we don't have that condition in place and the underlying uh, support level for the long-term bull market is still in place in this market. We've got a ton of support at 3200 to 3500. Right. And we're not anywhere close to that yet, but we think uh, this bull market is still intact after so we get through this we, consolidation. Do we need to go to 3,200 to get the bull market really going? So that's the $8 million question, right. isn't it? Because I just finished talking about 3,200 with the prior guest. I don't think there's a ton of predictive capability. You know, when I walked in right. here talking about the uh, state of apocalyptic projections, we get down, everyone's predicting 2,900, 3,200, 3,500 mm -hmm. below. Um, we'll see if we get there, but if we do, it's an area to take that cash you've been sitting on the side with and right. start nibbling into the market. We think with the headwinds that we have, slower growth, higher rates, the Fed having to run off its balance sheet, even after we get through some incremental uh, decreases in inflation, uh, we're going to have choppy markets for another 18 to 24 months. So when things are low, apply some of that capital on the sidelines, and when they're higher, do some of that trimming that you've been uh, wanting to do. We don't think trees are going to grow to the sky. So at this point, if you're watching certain levels for the downside, such as 3,600, 3,200, those were some that you mentioned, what about the upside? If trees are not going to grow through the sky, do we make new highs? If that, is that after 18 months? And what if somebody's a long-term investor? If you're a long-term investor, you want to be relying on dividends, defensive, and lower valuations. We're going to have periods where growth um, moves up pretty aggressively when these, when these positive narratives come out. We've got plenty of headwinds ahead of us. So if we're thinking, like we talked about about a month ago when I was on, about a 14 times kind of minimum PE to about an 18 times kind of maximum PE and right. a sawtooth market as we absorb and consolidate the headwinds of this market that went up 117% from the March 23rd lows in 19, uh, 20, uh, 2020 at the bottom of the pandemic yeah. just through the end of last year. That's a big move, big distortion. So you're saying you can buy value, you can find things that are attractive now when you have a market that moves higher, you trim. But if someone wants to really make some money, what do you tell them to do? What am I leaving out here for an investor? So one-way markets that go straight up are great markets to make a lot of money. This is an environment to make sure your portfolio is consistent and earning a decent rate of return. I don't think this is a market where you want to be speculating aggressively because right. you're going to miss time the market. No one can do it perfectly. You want to have dividends do the heavy lifting with single digit uh, uh, earnings estimates for the next yeah. couple of years at best. Yeah. Uh, good dividends will go a lot of the way to doing the heavy lifting. It's great to see you and thanks for all the charts and uh, ways to display what it is that you're really talking about. Thank, Thank you, you so much for Todd having me, Nicole. Walsh, Alpha Cubed Investments.